Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee uh, with my colleague Emily Walzer here in Providence, Rhode Island, where we are speaking with Dr. James Eakin, the Chief Marketing Officer and Director of U.S. Operations for Xenoma. Uh, the Japanese company, founded by a few former Fujifilm materials engineers in Japan, spun out of the University of Tokyo in November of 2015. Xenoma first exhibited at CES in 2016, showing off a four-center e-skin shirt that could monitor arm motion without using a camera. In spring of 2016, Xenoma received $1.7 million in seed funding led by Beyond Next Ventures with support from the Japan Agency for Science and Technology to commercialize eSkin. And over the last 10 months, Xenoma has hired more than 20 people in Japan as it prepares to launch its eSkin developers kit to external content and application developers. The kit contains an eSkin 14 sensor shirt and an eSkin hub. Uh, the company's roadmap is to launch a consumer-facing product in the next six to nine months where consumers can purchase an e-skin shirt and hub and download a variety of application, applications based on the user's interests. Good morning, Dr. Eakin. First, could you tell our listeners a little more background on the development of the e-skin and its potential applica- applications, particularly in sports and fitness? Sure. Thank you, Bob. E-skin is, is really an interesting wearable smart apparel shirt where we can monitor and track the user's motion and respiration using the sensors and electronics we've built into our e-skin apparel. There's a lot of interesting applications for eSkin. You can think of it, first of all, as a, as a gaming type shirt where if you're interested in VR or VR gaming, you can put on a shirt. Your motions become the character's motions in real time in the game for really a, a full immersive experience. Because we're also tracking motion and respiration, there's applications in sports and fitness as well. You can think of eSkin as a personal coach simply by wearing a shirt. Imagine if you can improve your golf swing on any court at any time simply by wearing a shirt. This is really what our vision for eSkin is. And could you talk a little bit next a little bit about the developer, the eSkin developers kit that you'll be uh, starting on February 1st, which is coming up? Sure. We, we made this announcement at CES a few weeks ago where we will be launching our developers kit, which is really our 14 sensor eSkin shirt, the eSkin hub. The hub is really the smart module that communicates all the data from the sensors from the shirt to any other Bluetooth enabled device. The hub contains a lithium polymer battery, a micro USB for charging some ICs, a Bluetooth module, and an accelerometer, and a gyroscope. Along with the eSkin shirt and the eSkin hub is software. Because we're launching for external content creators and developers, we are enabling these external partners, developers, to create a wide variety of applications and concepts incorporating our eSkin shirt for gaming or for fitness or for wellness type applications. And uh, talk about, could you talk about how important it is for Xenoma to have a presence in the U.S. market, your connection with here with Brown University, and explain a little bit about your role with the company and the brand here? Sure. It's great that we're actually meeting in Providence. There's, uh, the backstory is there's actually a Providence connection mm-hmm. to Xenoma. The co-founder, Dr. Achir Abamori, who is the CEO of Xenoma, uh, he and I actually went to Brown together. We did our PhDs in the same research lab back in you know, the early 2000s. So we've been in touch over the last 15 years now, and I joined on in the company this past March to get the U.S. operations off the ground. So while my official role is marketing and director of business operations, we as a company realize or recognize that 
Xenoma's early adopter market is the U.S. market. So now let me turn the podcast over to my colleague here, Emily Walzer. Hello. I'm happy to be in Providence also. I have a personal connection to this town as well and love coming here. I'm going to focus on the textile specifically and drill down a little bit in terms of getting the textile made and the trends happening in that part of the smart apparel world. I was at a conference recently where a statistic was mentioned, and I'd like to run that by you to see if you would agree with that and maybe how wearables or smart fabrics are going forward. The stat I was given was that the wearable market is projected to be $70 billion by 2024. I'm wondering if you felt that that number seemed feasible, and if so, would you? how would you define or characterize the growth trajectory of, of this marketplace? I guess, that first of all, it depends on how the wearables market is defined. Uh, I think there's a lot of smart products that are in the market now, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of amazing companies that have a, a vast product pipeline that are starting to bring smart fabrics and smart apparel um, to the market for you know, the, the sports and fitness and even medical-type applications. Sure. So I believe by... You know, taking into account all of those industries, that it's it's a realistic number. That's a realistic. Good. Well, it's good to hear that it's a, that's a sizable market, and, and hopefully on a, on a growth, uh, you know, charting away. One area of growth that has been mentioned to me again recently in a conference was the growth area of soft circuitry, of making products that have greater flexibility, that are more washable, the comfort factor. Would you say that those are some areas that you have particularly been interested to help grow your product? I think this is really one of the differentiators that Xenoma is bringing to the market, because we're focusing more on stretchable sensors and stretchable electronics. And Um, how hard is that to achieve? Is that something now in the market that is doable, or is that still in an infancy rate in terms of innovation? It depends on what you're looking to measure or what the use case is. Uh, I think what we're bringing to the market is really an infrastructure to enable a number of sensors to communicate through the shirt with stretchable electronics. One area that is not stretchable just yet are batteries, and I know that gets a lot of talk in my world, the hard battery. Do you think that we will see a time when batteries get soft or fiber batteries? Do you think that that's on the horizon yet? I think that's kind of what the holy grail is. Everything has to blend in with the textile. So the user does not feel, you know, a rigid battery or rigid, you know, printed circuit board. Everything has to be soft and flexible on the shirt. And along those lines, uh, brings me to my question, talking about the supply chain, because one challenge that has often been talked about in recent years is having to combine a supply chain where you have electronics, where you have uh, traditional textiles, where you um, may have a fashion element or a fast fashion. So you have different supply chains having to come together here, maybe two different worlds, electronic people talking in a certain language, textile people talking in a traditional sewing language. Have you found that uncharted waters and trying to meld those different areas to actually produce a garment? I I think so. I mean, I can't speak too much of the details because most of those operations happen in Japan and Southeast Asia. Um, So we know my colleagues are are more well-versed in communicating 
you know, those trials and tribulations. They were, think, allowed, they were able, however, to find a supply chain, obviously, to make your product there. Correct. Though. So correct. it is doable. Yeah. Right. Given where we are now, I think what we've shown over the last year is a prototype, and where we're going is we've actually identified manufacturing partners that can integrate our stretchable sensors and electronics with traditional textiles to make this a viable consumer-facing product. Because most of your textile is, is a synthetic. It looks like it's either a polyester or a blend of some kind of synthetic. We're not talking here about any kind of natural fiber use in your product yet. No, I think for what we're showing with eSkin now, because we're tracking motion, the shirt has to be a little more form-fitting, so in line with more of a compression fit. That being said, you know, those shirts and apparel are typically polyester or synthetic material based. Right. They look like fitness wear, actually. Right. Which, again, I think another thing that is sometimes raised uh, talking about this marketplace is the style factor that we have to, for as much as it's doing uh, with great data and all of that, people have to want to wear this. That's something I think, would you agree that the wearables uh, category is still evolving in terms of style and fashion? I think so. I think it's definitely a multidisciplinary or multi-industry market coming together, taking into account that doing smart apparel for the sake of tech only misses the entire fashion integration aspect to really be adopted. Right. Along those lines, too, I think you told me you might have a female version, a women's and a men's garment, or is it unisex? Could you explain that? What we've launched at CES is the developer's kit. We're showing a men's shirt right now, but we're finalizing designs on a female version as well. So the the function of both shirts should be identical. Good. Stylistically, they, they will be a little bit different. A little bit different. Do you go to any textile trade shows, or is that on your radar at all to attend something like um, a text world or materials, or is there a trade conference that you think others might benefit going to that would show more products such as yourself? Given that we're a small Japanese company yeah. with an interest in getting the U.S. market off the ground, there's definitely a need to attend mm -hmm. these different conferences to have different sets of eyes look at it. Looking at it from the, the lens of a, tech, of a technology only misses the, the fashion or the textile integration aspect of it. So as a company, I think we need to be, and, and we are actually cognizant of the different shows and different industries that we need to start showing off what are East and Apparel is and what it can do and how it can be integrated into a consumer product. I think my last question is just there's so much happening in this category, lots of different things in different areas. What do you think you would really say is your sort of three defining features? Um, looking at one at the textile but also just in general that would kind of set you apart from what's becoming kind of a, a crowded market. The first aspect is really the stretchable nature of the sensors and electronics. This is really one of the core expertises, core expertise of the group in Japan, is developing the material set that goes into the shirts. The second aspect is because this is a wearable or a smart apparel product, it has to mimic the user's existing habits, whether it's wearing or laundering. The shirt has to be machine washable, and that was one of the key aspects of D-Skin. The third is it has to look and feel like a regular shirt. For e-skin, 
all of the sensors and all of the electronics on the outside of the shirt. So the user doesn't feel the cumbersome wires or sensors in direct contact with the skin. If you look at the shirt on the inside, it looks and feels like a regular shirt. I think those three aspects are really what help differentiate us from a number of smart apparel companies right now. What's interesting, and just to close, is the many things that you mentioned are the overall trends in performance where today, lightweight, comfort, stretch, durability, versatility. It's interesting that maybe wearables and smart textiles and smart clothing is not that much different in some ways from what we're seeing in activewear today or following similar trending in, in terms of enticing the consumer. I agree. I think we're just starting to scratch the surface on what's possible with smart apparel. Sounds great. Thank you very much. Thank you both. Well, we've been talking with Dr. James Eking with Zenoma, and you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formio 4 Media. This is Bob McGee with Emily Walzer.